Welcome to episode 40 of, of In Touch with iOS, a podcast for sharing tips, apps, and gear for iPhone and iPad, along with related technologies that get us using iOS in a fun, productive, and meaningful way. I'm your host, Dave Ginsburg, and joining me today is Kelly Gumont. How are you doing, Kelly? I'm doing well, David. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, yes. I think, as I've talked about with every guest I've had on here, you and I met for the first time in MacStock, which I was... Yes. Very exciting. We had a lot of fun, and fun. I remember some cake eating that occurred when you and my wife uh, crashed a a bride that came back to the hotel. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, um, it was actually like we didn't mean to crash. Like we just showed up, and they were right at the door, and so we walked into the middle of it was a perfect scenario wedding party aftermath, and hey, there's cake. Like, and they were they were like handing it out to everybody. Just yeah, like, there was a lot. There was so much cake. Uh, I remember it well. Yeah, you guys were had a lot of fun. So, uh, <laughs> and for, also cake. <laughs> and a lot of cake too. A few, a few adult beverages as well. Uh, oh yes, including the karaoke scene. You remember, and we had a lot of fun. Max Doc is a blast. Like I can't. I'm all can't wait for next year. See what happens. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Yes, absolutely. So, and you just joined uh, the uh, Mac Observer, which is very exciting. Uh, the Daily Observations podcast. Well, I'm hosting now. I used to just I used to just show up on Wednesdays, and right. uh, now I'll, you get to hear me every day. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Gamut went over to uh, Smile Software, right? He did. And that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, just wanted uh, everybody to know who Kelly is, because some of you may not, but I would think you might, because we are in the kind of the circle <laughs> of the, the Apple community here. So, um, so uh, I think what we're going we're gonna to do is hit, hit a bit of news. I didn't, only didn't have too much. News actually was pretty quiet this week, and there wasn't really much. Yeah. Um, but you have you just switched to an Apple Watch from the Series Zero from to the to the Series Four, which is quite dumb. Yes. So, I think uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. And of course, everybody knows I'm the early adopter. And what did I do? I went and purchased the <laughs> iPad Pro. I got the 11 inch uh, with the whole shebang. So you and I will have a good discussion about the iPad yes. Pro and lots of uh, fun things to talk about. So, um, only bit of news I had was uh, the, uh, iOS. I like to talk a little bit about the beta stuff that comes out. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, 12.1.1 did come out to the developers. Uh, uh, I think there was, there was another seed that was uh, on Wednesday, actually. And it looks like they're just doing some bug updates. There really isn't a huge uh, huge change, I noticed. Uh, they did reintroduce the feature that uh, lets you take uh, live photos uh, while on a FaceTime call, which is, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, and uh, I guess they, they did some updates to the to, uh, the iPhone XR, which I did not buy. Of course, I have the XS Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about another show. So, um, and then I guess uh, some updates to the Apple News. So nothing too terribly exciting, you think? Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't seen anything that really uh, jumps out at me. Uh, no. Most of what I've seen is like um, updates and things, you know, where. Um, um, what am I trying to say <laughs> all of a sudden? Um, like, uh, you know, there was the update that came out like just for the 10R and like uh, Spotify released an update. So now you sort of have it on an Apple Watch and, you know, some little things like that that are sort of um, taking new shapes, but nothing super like breathtaking or anything. No. Again, I think a lot of the news was last week or the week before with uh, with the announcement. Mm-hmm. And then the, yeah. the- I think uh, we we yeah. we did uh, have the Apple announcement. I haven't done this, the show since uh, since the announcement happened. 
Um, yeah, the follow-up is just that the stuff is out now, so you can get your hands on it. So the stuff is out. And, and yeah. Which we're gonna talk about here in a little bit. And uh and uh yeah. I think that's all we really need to talk about news this week. We want to talk about yeah. the, the the meat and potatoes of this uh episode. <laughs> The fact that and I knew you and I had talked about it that you were you were definitely looking to get a new watch. You were ready because oh the, how I was. <laughs> even even my wife got one and uh, she uh, she had the Series Zero and I I said yeah if you want this watch you we have to just get you Series Four be done with it because it was painfully slow. I mean I, I mean I just tried to get it updated. Uh, it was a four dot three dot three and it was just got it took forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, how's your experience so far with, uh, with the Series Four? fantastic um partly partly because it was the zero so i feel like i'm noticing every every everything that everyone who upgraded everybody who bought a series four but it wasn't their first apple watch everybody says you know it's a little faster it's a little this it's a little that battery life's a little better or whatever but like i'm seeing that because i literally went from the original watch to the like the oldest watch to the newest watch and i'd had my like I didn't buy it the minute they came out, but um, I think it was about a year in to the Series Zero cycle, and they said they were releasing a new watchOS update, mm-hmm. and everything was going to be so much better and so much faster and so much. And so, um, I at the time I texted my husband and I said, uh, "No new hardware," because we had both been sort of considering. And I said, uh, "No hardware announcement." Uh, new watch OS, all of this is going to happen. And then a little while later, I started getting text alerts from Best Buy that my order was on its way <laughs> or that, that like it was processing and it was ready for me to pick up. Cause I don't, I live about 10 minutes from a Best Buy. Yeah, so yeah. it's, I, I got like, we've received your order and then like your order is processing and then your order is ready for pickup. Show us this text message when you get here. Da, 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 da. So I'm like, is this legit? And he wrote me back and said, you have an order ready, go pick it up. And so I went and he wouldn't talk. He like, wasn't talking really about like what it was. And so I go to Best Buy and I'm like, hi, I have an order for pickup. And they handed me two Apple watches. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) nice. Okay. Um, I, I know what I'm doing with the rest of my night and went home and super excited and, uh, put it all together. And like, and like, for me, it was a very easy adoption and it became something that I relied on pretty heavily from the start. Um, his less so, um, but like I, but I talk to my arm constantly now, uh, you know, uh, setting timers and texting people back and, um, remind me about this because I do a lot of set a, set a reminder for, you know, later today, remind me in three hours or remind me at 5 PM, um, just so that it pops up on my radar again is something that I need to make sure happens today. So I do quite a bit of that. So having all of that available on my arm was even better. And <coughs> excuse me, it also had the side effect of um, making me go through like every single thing on my phone that I allow to notify me of anything. That's the first thing I did on the, I, I just and, yeah. but like, but the, the side effect of it was, well, I'm not letting that go to my arm. And then it was like, why am I letting that go to my lock screen? No. And so I ended up turning down the volume on a bunch of other stuff too. So I have a lot less notifi- notifying happening in general on either screen. Um, honestly, I have very small hands and very small wrists. And so I was sort of worried about what a slightly bigger watch was going to look like. Like yeah. I felt like the first one, 
until I got used to wearing it, I felt like the first one was really big for me. Um, cause I had the 38. And so now I have the 40 and I was worried about it. And then like, I just sort of got used to it, you know, what it looked like on my arm. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not taking it off. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, so I got used to it. And then um, I was, I'm in the camp of people that's excited about the, the watch face that gives you like all the information in the world all yeah. the time. Like the one that, like the one they show on there that yeah. like, uh, if I can bring it up here so you can see it on Twitter. Yes, the one that like the one that the, the one that regular people look at and go, "How on earth do you find out anything on a screen that looks like that?" And I'm like, "No, I'm trying to figure out how to add another widget. Like, I want one more. I always want one more than however many you give me." So it does um, take a little bit for me to get used to the hands again because I would always use the, the face I used before was all, di- all digital face. But the nice yeah. thing. You have a widget that you can add the digital clock at the top. So I have a, a little bonus so I can see, hey, well, uh, oh, yeah, I can, yeah, that's what time it is. <laughs> you forget yeah. those years of you walking, look, looking at it. Uh, and I got all these watches I used to wear over the years that, that had mm-hmm. hand, I was so used to that. But then I lost that when I was uh, all mm-hmm. the, because I basically had all the Apple. You know, I think about it. Oh my gosh, I had all three. I fell off. I'm a crazy person. But, uh, you know, what I would do is I would sell them. So it's not like uh, mm-hmm. I lost too much on it. And then it's the same thing I'll do with the iPad is uh, sell I, I have the 10.5. So yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. But uh, have you used, you're using the walkie talkie feature at all? I, I, I am. I, it's ridiculous and fun. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah. Like mostly, I think the person I would use it with most would be Mr. Kelly. Um, but uh, he hasn't upgraded yet. He hasn't upgraded his watch. And it ah. wasn't. Um, he didn't put as much like he wore it every day, but he didn't put the mileage on it that I did. Like he was actually just sort of using it as a watch in his next appointment and he can get that from his phone screen. So he hasn't seen the need to upgrade it yet, but I've been really excited to um, pester people with the walkie talkie because I can. And um, a couple of times I've been um, like out with people and trying to coordinate you know, we're all meeting up in a certain place or been at an event where there are a lot of people and being able to coordinate. So like yeah. next summer at Maxstock, the walkie talkie is going to be awesome because oh, everybody's just oh. going to be able to be like, you know, which end of the bar are you at? And then be able to tell, you know, and then you'll, you know, you'll, you'll have, you'll have me uh, on there. When we're, when we're yeah. Out. See, I'll just get everybody added and then I can go through and go, your song is next at karaoke. Right. You need to come back to the bar. So <laughs> it'll be great. Um, yeah. I I have really liked it. The the one thing I think that bothers me about the watch is that, um, and I don't I don't think the other stuff does it, but uh, specifically the stand hmm. bothers um, when it when it tells you it's time to stand up. They hmm. don't fit on my screen. Yeah, yeah. And they're it's like bigger than the screen, and I'm like, Easy. you made my screen bigger. Like, why did you make the notification even bigger? Then the bigger screen because it looks like you know it's not scaling mm-hmm. it down or anything it just looks like it takes up more space because you can see where like the edges of the buttons cut off and stuff and i have to scroll it down a little bit in order to get all the way down in order to get dismiss high enough up that i can hit dismiss so i'm like come I on i don't know it's not a 44 because it usually that's uh, yeah you probably don't have that problem <laughs> yeah. so they, didn't, they didn't scale it it's probably what happened yeah. and the other small thing about it is that i got a series four with the sport band yeah i like the band and I had been sort of eyeing a sport band already. Um, I was thinking about maybe picking one up 
uh, if I got some birthday money. And so I was thinking um, like I'd treat myself to one because uh, I knew a couple of people who had them and had tried them for a while and liked them. And, you know, like the Velcro didn't get really fuzzy over time or anything like that. So I was like, maybe I should get one of those because I always seem it doesn't matter if it's like a band from Apple or a band from not Apple. Um, somehow my wrist is like right between two buckles like every time. So I always am looking for like some other way to do that. And when there's no, uh, when there's no notches for the buckle to buckle into, you can put it exactly where it needs to go. So this has by far been the most comfortable band I've had so far. I really like it. Yeah. You can see here, there's my <laughs> collection of bands right there. <laughs> well, if they're not official, I want to find out about your unofficial watch band sources. Cause oh, I'm looking for some. This is uh, this was through the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs. And that was, yeah. Through- but I think the rest of these are. Oh, I'm not showing you the metal ones. The metal ones were unofficial. Okay. Those through, uh, you know, the 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 one that's 149 dollars through Apple. The the class. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Those were like 20 dollars through Amazon. So. Yeah. But yeah, if you saw, I had the I got the Velcro one as well as the, uh, the those Velcro with the with the with the buckle. That not Velcro, but it's the, the cloth. Uh, oh yeah. But the one I'm yeah. wearing is the Nike the Nike band. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like rotating. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll wear the band for a while and then it's like, you know what? It's time for a change. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to the Velcro. I do. I really do like the Velcro one. It's, it, it's very comfortable. It's probably of all the ones that I've worn. Um, it is very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Are you doing a lot of any fitness stuff? Do you use a lot of that for fitness? I do. Um, I have started, uh, well, as much as it counts for fitness, I play Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> And um let's go shout out for him, Barry. You know, he's 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 with you. So I'm sure. <laughs> well, and uh so I do that and then also um um I've been doing I was doing zombies run for a while and kind of fell off that bandwagon. And I'm not even like a zombie movie walking dead like fan, but the story's really good. And so I really like getting to uh like sort of getting to get into that and like listen to the story and the interaction of the characters and everything. And uh, so I fell off the bandwagon and Zombies Run has, uh, they the same company also makes something that's a story set in the same universe. Hmm. That's like a side story that's a couch to 5K program. Yep. So um, I just like, I started doing that and then I got really sick and couldn't even like get on the elliptical and walk around for any length of time. So I quit doing that. Um, but I'm going to start that back up again and do the couch to 5k to get back some endurance and then sure. hop back on the the actual zombies run train. Cause it's really fun. Yeah. And, um, and I like the outside aspect of it, like where, you know, like it, cause it tells you like it's an interval training. So it's like zombies are coming. You better go a little faster. And so then you have to like run a little faster and, I like the, um, like I said, I like the story of it and there's like stuff going on and you hear other characters, you get to interact with folks. And um, I like that a little better, I think for like for running and stuff than maybe listening to podcasts and things. Cause sure. I don't like running and I think most exercise really sucks. And so yeah, <laughs> being like able it. to find a way to make it a little more fun is really nice. No, of course. And, and, Speaking of podcasts, I, I think they've really did a great job of improving the uh, doing the podcasts on and controlling them. Because uh, you know, when I'm going to listen to TDO, TDO I was it brings up on my my, my uh, on my watch, and I can control you know it playing, so I don't have to pull out my iPhone to 
to play it. But there is also apps out there where you actually can, and we've talked about it before, where you can actually download um, podcasts right onto the watch and just use it as a as a player while you're you know, walking around. If you don't want to mm-hmm. go out and you know use your AirPods and and uh, be able to listen that way. Is there any other other apps that you do you ever utilize? I mean, I'm sure, of course, messaging, of course. Yeah, um, messaging and walkie-talkie. Um, um, I use the timer as far as non, non-Apple apps, I guess. Yeah. Um, I use Fantastical for my calendar. And I use Carrot Weather because uh, there's only so many ways that I can watch the regular weather app tell me that it's raining. <laughs> and so, because <laughs> I live in Portland and we're entering the dark times. So... Uh, you know, it's going to rain until like February and, you know, and then we're going to get like three nice days in February and all the daffodils pop up and then it snows on them. Um, okay. That's only happened like twice, but um, like generally, like I like there to be a little bit of variety. So I sort of like getting the little, the different alerts, you know, for, for weather commentary, that part I, I actually like. Um, and then, like I said, fantastic how um, was a no brainer because it's what I use on my Mac And, um, and I just like, for me, like somehow it's just a calendar layout and a calendar setup that makes sense for me. So, um, like the regular calendar app, I have a hard time with sometimes. And so, um, and like fantastic was one of the first where you could just natural language. So you could tell it lunch with David next Tuesday at one and it would just sort out all the stuff and where it went and give you the event. So, um, I like that one a lot. And then um, I have one for, I I have one that gives me reminders, but I have to do the actual stuff on the app itself on my phone. And that's 10% Happier, which is a meditation app. And it sort of is, and uh, the guy that that is behind it is sort of like, um, like you can meditate for like a minute and be good, you know, be cool with it and like not have to sit there for an hour and you know figure it all out so um i've been trying to do more of that and that's been pretty fun too but that's and it's a, it's crazy probably be, most of what's on my phone or on my watch it's crazy to go through the list on the on your you know the, in the iphone the watch app how many apps will, will be willing to install on your watch and i i just i have a huge list of apps and i mm-hmm. just i don't want to install them it just oh me too it's crazy. Um, one password, I don't know if you use one password. Um, it, uh, I find that it's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as the watch goes, I mean, it's a great app otherwise. Yeah. But, um, even like if you travel out with, with airlines and even the Apple stores on the, on the watch, I haven't even played with that too much, but, uh, but, uh, the camera control, like I said, yeah, I'm good. I don't know even why I don't have carrot and still I got to do that right now. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so I, it just it, it is kind of cool what uh, what they have uh, installed as far as apps when you have the choice and then and, I, and again I think like you said you just go through it and say hey I don't want to I, I I go through them and say because that's the thing by default it tells you okay let's uninstall them all and no I don't want every yeah that's... imagine trying to navigate through that menu on there um, and then the uh, uh, you talk about the timer I, I put the widget uh, uh, on the face on the, mm-hmm. on the bottom right so. I love how being able to just tap that and you have just quick timers and then, and then you can customize one if you want and want to be able to time something. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think really that's one of the, that's why I really like this with this face because uh, 
gives you a lot of stuff. It took a little time for me to get through and say, hey, oh, I, don't, I don't want that. I want that. And then I, because I always love to have the battery. I want to see what the battery is. Always. Some people don't, but I do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, it's, it, it's, it's been a, a great experience. The, the, I think the watch forward, you definitely notice difference in performance. I mean, for you, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Especially yeah. like starting a workout or, um, uh, near the end of the day, like, especially if I'd been exercising during the day, um, you know, all of a sudden the battery, I get the little buzz, you know, and it's 10%. Um, so I've really enjoyed like the responsiveness of everything. Launching oh. an app is, you know, is pronto. Um, you know, I go to the workouts app and it's like, which one? And I'm like that one. And it goes three, two, one, instead of like, hang on, give me a minute. I'll get there. You know, and I'm like, know. you know, yeah, the old one, like with everything, you know, it was, it was so hard. And, uh, so you know, you'll get another good three, four years of use out of this. Oh, one. yeah, absolutely. I'm, and, and I've got like, <laughs> well, and I've got like walkie talkie and, you know, which oh. is a, a great feature. And, you know, that teeny bit of extra screen makes a lot of stuff just a lot more manageable as far as like readability and, and scrolling and, you know, that little bit of extra space if you do like to sometimes scribble a quick message, reply to somebody or whatever. Um, it's been really nice. And I think it might just be me projecting, but I feel like the screen is a nicer screen than my original watch as well. It's totally, even between the three and the four, I, I noticed a huge difference in the screen. Um, it, okay, it, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they, they outdid themselves with this new watch. I mean, with the screen, it, it, it really is amazing. Even my wife, like I said, she, she got the new Apple Watch 4 and she had, had been using the Zero, but the battery pretty much conked out on the Zero because it, was, uh, it would run out after half a day. She barely could use it anymore. It was, it was sad. It yeah, was sad. I, um, I was basically like, if I, if I know... Like I would, um, at like 10 to the hour, I'd get my little stand chirp and I would get up and walk around and then I'd wait, you know, like I'd go, you know, make some coffee or get a snack or something. And then when it was just past the top of the hour, I'd walk around a little bit more and get like my extra stand hour and then put my watch on to charge for the next 45 minutes and then put it back on. And then like, maybe I could make it through the afternoon. So I was really at a point where it was like untenable. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, when you charge, do you still use the, the the charger came with the 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 watch? Or because uh, I have the stand then, which was a little pricey, but you know, birthday gift. You know, you flip. You know, the one that's the, the the little oval and it flips up the stand, and you can. Oh yeah, yeah. I have I have that one. Uh, I've been using that for a while, and it's it's nice because it's it, it's nightstand mode. So you yeah. See, you see my pick of a of a of a cool cool gear. It's like well, I'm pretty redundant of clocks, so uh, it'll be. Uh, but but I but I like it because it's so easy just to pop it. But you know you probably have the just the regular charger and you lay it. Uh, yes and no. I used the cable that it came with, but oh. I have one of those little um, okay. the Mac. The Mac one. Okay, you, that you drop the. Oh yes, it was so cute. I just I like stumbled across it on Amazon or something and went because I was looking for I was looking for a shorter watch cable that I could take with me like when I travel. Right. So pro tip, if you need a one foot Apple watch cable, it's a thing that exists. It does exist. Um, and I was looking for one because I needed one that I could put in with my battery that I carry around mm. for my phone, like my right. phone and my iPad, like, you know, in case I have a little um, anchor 10,000 watt, yeah, um, 10,000 milliamp that I love. 
um, I have like the little one for my purse and then I have like the 20,000 for my backpack. Like right. if we're going to Disneyland, I take the big battery. <laughs> and so the, um, I had a, a cable, like a phone cable in with my battery charger. So, um, I just wanted to add a watch cable. So if I'm like out to dinner and all of a sudden that's when my watch decided to give up, I could, you know, start charging it. So, um, somehow related to finding a short Apple watch cable, I found this little classic Mac stand that you run an Apple watch cable up into and then you slide your watch into like it's the screen. And I was like, oh, oh, that was a no brainer. Like that was one of the times when you like place the order on Amazon Prime and you you debate like, should I just pay more and get it tomorrow? Because I don't know if I can wait that long. (laughs) That's right. No, it is cool. A lot of people have talked about that. It is a really cool uh, little holder. Uh, my it's so the had, cutest. She has a little holder I bought. It's the same way. You stick the, the stick the charger into it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a small little stand, but it's a lot cheaper than the base I have. So yeah. But anyway, I know. I think uh, I think uh, you're gonna be fun. You're gonna enjoy it. And uh, oh, I already do. I'm really excited. Like lots of discussions over the last few episodes about the Apple Watch, and I can't I can't recommend it more. I mean, it's. I, each time in my, I mean, even that my Apple user group, you know, the older folks, a lot of them don't want to spend the money on the technology. I remember when the zero came out and I mean, I, after six months, I asked anybody has a watch, did they raise their hand? No. So now when I go into, I just did it last month and there's, everybody's raising their hands now. It's, it's awesome to see. It just really is that people are really, really ad- ad- adopting the, the watch and it, it, it shows because Apple obviously knows it's yeah very popular now. So. And I'm even more excited about um, the additional features like the the heart monitoring and that too, yeah, and the the fall the fall tracking and and yep. things like that. Um, Did you turn yours on? Not because I have a heart issue and not because I'm particularly klutzy, but I feel like those are really good things to have. And I'm sort of hopeful that they will get more popular because, mm-hmm. like for example, um, my my mom and her husband were riding their bicycles and. Uh, her husband got ahead of her and pulled into the garage and she like hit a dip in the road or something and it threw her bike off and my mom wrecked her bike and was laying in the road, like laying there on the road, you know, like low traffic, like it wasn't like, you know, they were on the freeway or anything, like she wasn't in any danger, but she had um, broken, uh, broke her leg in like two places and broke her hip and Mm. is laying in like, laying right. there in the road and he and he like put his bike away and turned around and like realized my mom wasn't behind him anymore and oh. went to find and she, they were pretty close to home so it wasn't like she was far or anything but you know in that time she could have picked up her arm and already had the ambulance on right. the way by the time something happened and like you know and or you know the fall thing would have alerted somebody right. you know and like and because I, I don't know you know, but like my dad also at one point fell and broke his hip a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like the, the same sort of thing, like I would have felt a lot better. Like he wasn't alone and they knew immediately, like somebody looked over and saw, like somebody happened to look out the window, see, like see his feet in the air as he landed. And so like, you know, again, not any imminent danger or anything, but like a serious thing that happened and he could have had that happen while he was by himself. And so, um, like I want an unlimited budget because I just want everyone I know to have an Apple watch so that stuff like that doesn't happen anymore. Or if something happens, like they have the capability to get help if they need it. And, um, you know, those are things that I think are really great. Um, I know I was talking to, um, Oh, I was on, uh, 
MacBreak Weekly with Stephen Aquino, okay. uh, who called in after the event <clears throat> and was talking about some of the accessibility features and stuff. Yeah. And awesome. I know a number of people who have, who have said some really interesting stuff about the watch. And I'm super interested in that because that's not how I use it. No. Um, like I don't have a, a visual impairment or audio impairment or anything. So um, I'm curious how it's helpful for other people. And it's been really interesting to see how that, that side has evolved as well because it's very much in keeping with iOS, which is also a very, very accessible operating system. Yeah. So, yeah. So e even if you think like maybe this isn't for you, like there's a lot of ways that you can make it better. Awesome. Um, and I'm going to give a pro tip right here for Apple, every Apple watch person, because everybody can do this. It doesn't matter if you have a, a zero or the newest and the, the latest and greatest. Yep. Um, and I know this because I had it on my old, on my old watch <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, one thing that, that I like to do with mine is you can change the color, you know, on the watch face. Right. And one of the ones I like to do, if it'll show, oh. is set a red one. Yeah. And part of the reason for that is because then um, when it lights up, it doesn't light up very bright. Okay. Um, but it's still very readable, you know, because it's the same, like, brightness as everything else. But when it's red, it's not as bothersome. So you see a lot of, like, red light. Like, if you go to a star party or something, they will always have, like, red cellophane you wrap around your cell phone so that the the bright light isn't distracting. And so like if you're in the movies, hmm, I so I use that like with theater mode. <laughs> Hi, telescope nerds. Um, so like if you, if you use theater mode and you tap, you know, and you tap on your watch and need to wake it up for something, um, like if you need to see the time or something on your watch face, then yeah. you can use the red watch face and it's less distracting like to people around you. Or if you ever need it in like low light situations, yeah. the red watch face is a really good way to do that. Well, I just learned something new. That's what we want here on I in Touch with iOS. Some new tips, and uh, that was great. And one thing I was going to mention about the fall uh, feature that uh, the, the watch has, I believe when you put your birth date in, it doesn't turn on automatically unless you're 65 or older. So you do have to go in. Oh, and, okay. So I don't know if you knew that. Uh, but uh, you should do have to do that. So anyway, I think we talked a lot about the Apple Watch, but I know you've been itching to talk about the new iPad because... I have. have it, and uh, I, uh, I've only had it for, I think it's just, no, I went and picked it up uh, 24 hours ago today. So, <laughs> okay. Very yesterday at the store, and uh, interesting, uh, just kind of give people the experience as far as the purchase goes. Um, I waited. I didn't put it, I didn't do pre-order. I, I, I'm starting to see, I think Apple is really uh, not having as much problem getting product uh, to in people's hands uh, anymore mm -hmm. than don't have to rush out and order it uh, online uh, anymore. I mean, I did it anyway because um, I, 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 no, I did it anyway as far as ordering it online to pick it up at a store uh, because I, you know, that's the first thing you think of, well, let me order it because I don't want to go to the store and then find out they don't have it. So mm, yes. No, uh, but even more of a pain is I get a business discount. So I get a little bit, a little bit off on, on all the items. So then I got to do a refund and then I have to repurchase it. So a little more extra work, but I did see as soon as I went into the Apple store app uh, yesterday and every store in my area had, had them in stock. So there was no, no, and absolutely no issues at all. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, experience in the store as always is always great. I mean, it's uh, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, very, very good experience. They took to pick up product, but they had no problems. I was very tempted to get the 12.9 inch. I looked at it. I was like, God, this thing looks a lot nicer than, cause I had the original one. Oh yeah. And you, we didn't see each other at Mac stock um, a couple years ago. And I did a, 
uh, presentation on which one is best for you. I ended up having both because I had both at the time. So I could yeah crazy, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I sold the 12.519 and I just thought it was too big. It was in, but I'm glad I got the 12. I'm glad I got the 11 inch. It's, 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 uh, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, very slick, sleek, sleek, sleek design. I like how they kind of they've kind of uh, ch- changed the edges so they're more square. They're not in round. Yeah. So it's 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 a, a really good looking, <clears throat> good looking uh, iPad. Um, and um, the biggest thing I think people are 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 are, are going to be happy with is the performance. I totally definitely see the performance as far as the mm-hmm. A12 processor versus the even i'd had that the the 10.9 the 10.5 inch uh, which was the a11 processor and yeah well you could still you definitely could still t- tell the difference between the two um as far as the speed goes face id amazing amazing really you have the apple you have the iphone 8 right yes i have yeah. no face id um, and that's not why I'm sad I have an eight. I'm sad I have an eight because because of Animoji. Because again, I'm a sucker for the silly features and not for like the actual usability stuff. And the way the Face ID works, you know, I, I'm showing on the camera here, but I don't know how to describe it. You know, when I go and swipe up, I mean, you saw I just got ready right away. Yeah. It, it, it was and it was locked for a while. So it also has a sensor. So if, you're, if your fingers are anywhere on the camera. Uh-huh. It, it warns you you're you're, you're oh so then now the face id works see that was my first question was if you pick it up and your thumb is over the camera how do you unlock it Not that yet. was the first thing i wanted to know it tells you it is <laughs> it's excellent um so my other question well i had lots of questions so one of the ones i wanted to ask you about was mm-hmm. uh the external keyboard because oh. um my solution so i have the current until this one, the 10.5 iPad Pro. Yep. Um, and I love it, but I have these moments of weakness when I see people talk about the new one and I'm like, but it's so pretty, it's so it's new. Pretty. And I just, I've only had mine since last Christmas and I kept it in a case. I'm really good. And like, what if I traded it? Like, yeah, I have these moments of weakness. Trade <laughs> price. Yeah, I'm fi- I figured. Um, but I love it. And, you know, and, and the Apple Pencil and all that is super great. But like with this one, what my solution has always been yep. is just a straight wireless keyboard in some fashion. Is my keyboard out here? No. My <laughs> keyboard's in my backpack. Um, but I have the Apple wireless keyboard, not the magic keyboard, but the one before with the little barrel across the back yeah. that you put the batteries in. Yep. Um, I have that one, and I just carry that around with all of them because I don't want to have to get a new keyboard or new keyboard case yeah, and be on the hook for another hundred or more dollars every time I buy a new iPad. So I've had the same keyboard solution for mine forever because I had that keyboard and I don't type on it at my desk because I have this gorgeous Matthias wireless keyboard instead that makes me really happy. Um, And so I like, I have this other one. It's super thin. Mm -hmm. It takes two AA batteries. I just drop it in my bag and if I ever go somewhere where I need it, where I need to type on a physical keyboard, I can pop this out. And, you know, just set my iPad up regularly and type away and I'm good. So um, I'm curious how the keyboard is on this because I'm sort of fussy about my keyboards. So how is the smart keyboard in real life? If you're fussy with it, yeah, you might. Uh, you, I don't know if you've tried the smart keyboard in the, in the past with the, the previous, the current model, the model you have. Um, I wasn't real thrilled with it because that's why I didn't get it. Um, it was just hard to type on. It was like, boop, boop, boop. It's hard, hard with the keys. They, they have improved this keyboard a little bit. I mean, 
I would go in store if you're ready if you're ready to buy it. But of course, but uh, um, I, I think it's got a smooth smooth uh, smooth motion, and, and I'm I'm not having you know I'm kind of only had it for less than uh, right. almost a day, so I haven't had that been too much time on it yet, but. I could tell that the keyboard is better because I had the, I had the previous smart keyboard and I just didn't okay. like it. So um, the other thing with this case too is the awesome part about it is it's, it's covering the whole iPad and that drove me nuts. They had the other, the other smart keyboard that didn't cover the back of it. It's like, Oh, I want to protect it. And I can't, and I, yeah. gotta buy, I have to buy a back for it. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing too is they changed the level. So now you can go uh, up and then you can also go. Oh, okay. So when you're so uh, one for the table, one for the lap. Going for the lap, so you can adjust it. They, that was kind of smart from them as far as yeah. Now you talk about the Apple Pencil. I mean, this pencil is so much better. I mean, now I, it only has one flat side, right? Because there's a couple pictures where it seems like it's, it's pencil shaped. Nope, it's flat. And right somewhere it's not. Okay. It's flat because it has to uh, click to the to the iPad, and then you see how it, you heard how it grabbed, and then you see if you see yeah. the Apple Pencil at the top, so it automatically tells you that it's that it's connected and charging. See, um, I thought they had to make a flat side so people would stop losing them when they roll off the desk. Well, that's what I thought too. Well, it 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 still rolls, <laughs> so I've dropped it a few times. But it only makes one lap, right? Or does yeah. it make it all the way off? Oh, let me try. Let's see if it rolls. Yeah, it slows down. So I guess uh, okay. Um, other people were complaining like with cases. I mean, there was uh, mm-hmm. I talked about it yesterday on Mac to the Future uh, with a guy. Uh, he's calling it the pencil is impotent because it doesn't it doesn't stick because the cases aren't uh, are ready. But uh, you know, that's yeah. Fine. But <laughs> uh, it, uh, it, it there are these case manufacturers are going to have to react to it. I mean, the only place that really yeah. stick it, it uh, you can connect it is at the top of the iPad, and that's fine. I, it doesn't bother me at all because now I pull this keyboard out, and I I cover it. It's fully covered. I mean, I got everything protected. Um, I had a, ca- I actually had a case that I that I carry this in. It's kind of like a pouch. Mm-hmm. This actually is smaller than the other iPad because I had I had uh, an iPad case that I because they never you never had a holder for the pencil. It was yeah. just because so I had one where it had a, like a little rubber thing on the case. So I yeah. Had to it in. And of course, the dorkiest thing in the world is you got that pencil sticking out <laughs> the iPad. After oh, char- the charging on it just yeah, just, I'm. I mean, I'm, it, it, I'm like embarrassed that that was the like. How is that the best you could do? Yeah, but too. remember that that came like hot on the heels of the magic mouse that you charge by sticking the cable square into the bottom of it. So I was like, I don't know who's in charge of this, but could they not be anymore? And apparently they're not because now you get the wireless charging on the pencil, and it's super great. Yeah, they need to be fired. But uh, the the keyboard, yeah, if you're you, you got to try it. I mean, again, you know, especially you, the keyboards you use, you, you, you may want to fill it out first before you would do anything with it. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I would do that. I'm, I'm well, <laughs> I have strong feelings about keyboards. I know you do. If you want to do a whole other show about keyboards, I'm more than happy to sit and talk to you about keyboards. Like We're going to find a different show for that one. That's keyboards for everything. So Yeah, well, because I got grumpy when they switched to the Chiclet keyboard. And, you know, we know how long ago that was. <laughs> and and I've never thing. been completely happy with them since, basically. No. So, because um, I liked the spring on the silver square, on the, the square silver keyboard. Um but yeah, it's, I have, the other thing I think about it with the iPads in particular is that um, until they got to be the 10 and a half, um, right. uh, if you had a keyboard that was as wide as your iPad, like it wasn't full, 
like it wasn't a full keyboard, so it wasn't quite right. They were, you know, seven eighths, like those weird little, um, like when you used to see like super portable laptop kind of stuff, you know? Um, yeah, those little one, those little like seven eighths keyboards, like they were, they were awful. And so that's like, I've tried typing on a few of those and that's why I just finally gave up and went, this is the keyboard. I carry it around separately. This is what I do. I need to get one of those uh, like little wraparound cases. I've seen a few, like, you know, a case or a pouch thing for that, for my keyboard. But that's why I carry that one around is because like, that's the closest I can come to an actual experience. And I don't care that it's wider. I care that like the reason I'm carrying around the keyboard is because I really need to crank out whatever it is I need to crank out and it takes a physical keyboard. And if it takes a physical keyboard, I'm just going to get, I'm going to use one that I'm used to. So I'm hopeful that, um, the new smart keyboard, like maybe, um, especially if the last iteration isn't great. Um, that's a good thing to know (laughs) because, um, to make myself feel better that I, that I don't get in, that I, if I don't end up with a new iPad, what I will probably do to make myself feel better is buy my old one a present. And so (laughs) if, if the last smart keyboard sucked, I don't want it to be that. Maybe I need to get like a different keyboard case or, you know, something like that instead. So, and then the way they, they, they changed the smart connector too. Cause if you, on your, on your iPad, it's down here. It's yeah. Yeah. Screen. Yeah. So when you pop it down, that's how it connects. What they did on this iPad is they put it back here on the back. Uh-huh. So that's why they were able to get a cover that, that covers the whole thing because now it's going to cover the back completely and protect it. Um, and, uh, and then it connects. So they've, that's they've, really good. They're a good job with that. One thing I'll, I'll mention too is because iOS 12 is pretty awesome. I mean, it's 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 been very fast on on iPhone and it's very fast on the iPad too. The setup was awesome. I mean, this is really? by far I think the setup. This is the fastest I got my iPads transitioned over than I can remember. And I've base I've pretty much had every iPad model. Um, so I had wow. I had my iPad 10.5 right next to the to the new the 11. It, you know how it automatically does the setup. So you it, it says you know. Mm-hmm want to copy everything off from the other iPad. Okay, let me sign in. It, it, it syncs it. And then you bring the camera up and you, you scan it just like with yep. the lock. And everything happened. I mean, and it, it, it literally downloaded every app. I mean, I must have had it all done within probably 20 minutes. Wow. I mean, it really was a very, very good experience. And I'm, I'm really thrilled to how Apple has really done a great job of copying yeah. that up. And I didn't, I mean, I didn't have to go any setting other than you have to put passwords in, of course, for your, for your emails. Right. With that, but beyond that, every app I had on the other iPad is on this new iPad, so it 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 it, it syncs perfectly. You know, I've been really interested in how in how Apple has found interesting ways to make ad hoc networking a useful thing, like yeah. that close proximity stuff. Right. Like, um, uh, what's the one that I just used the other day? Oh, like if you are at my house and you want to put your iPhone or your iPad on my Wi-Fi. Sure. It will act like if when you get to that screen, it pops up on my screen and says, like, this device is trying to get on. Is that okay? Do you want to send them the credentials? And then you don't have to type anything. I just say, okay. And then it's like, you have Wi-Fi now. And that, like, I was like, the first time that happened, I'm like, wait, what is this? Yeah. And then like looked awesome. at it and went, oh, well, yeah, I know you just asked me for the password. So what if I do this? Bing, Wi-Fi. And like, it was awesome. And yeah. You know, I remember we used to complain so much about AirDrop when it first started because it was terrible. Whatever. It was terrible. It was objectively awful. Like, there's no. Oh, it's this isn't me remembering badly. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So. But 
it's improved a little. And then, um, you know, being able to configure an Apple TV if you have an iPhone in the vicinity is great. Uh, the the backup stuff now is awesome. And, you know, going uh, going back and forth, you know, and adding the Wi-Fi and AirDrop has gotten more reliable. So all of that's been oh, so there was really a- great. And I'm interested in that evolution. I don't think... Um, We've sort of, I don't, I don't think people are discussing that because, you know, it's just, oh, well, airdrop sucks less now. I can use that. And then just sort of using it. Yeah, exactly. So um, the other big topic of change on the iPad is, of course, is the USB-C port. It's no longer a lightning port. So uh, I don't know people, some were, were unhappy with it. Others were excited and ecstatic about it. Um, I don't care. I think it's great. I think it's important because USB-C is really becoming a big standard. Um, on all of the, all of our systems. I mean, the MacBook Pro went out USB-C and Thunderbolt 3, so that changed. So uh, it's an 18-watt charger that's in the box, which I found a little questionable. I'm going to be curious to see once I get my iPad down to, to near zero and how long it's going to, this is supposed to be a fast charger that's in the uh, in, mm-hmm. in the box. So it's a, it's a little <clears> smaller, but it, but, it, but it comes with a, a USB-C uh, cable that's in the box to, to charge it. Um, so, uh, People who have had already gone out and bought the Apple's uh, Apple's 29 watt USB C brick that was I think was for the small mm-hmm. MacBook. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm tempted to do it. Unfortunately, now don't. No. No, don't do it. Yeah, I'll t- do well, that. I'll tell you why. Um, you can do a lot better charge wise um, by picking up something from Anchor. Anchor. Um, yeah. yeah. Automatic. This isn't a promotion. They're not sponsoring no. me or anything. I just love their stuff. I'm the same and way. They have, um, they were one of the first to come out, you know, the first not, the first people who weren't responsible for the hardware that had the USB-C port, they were the first to come out with a a wall charger that you could poke a USB-C cable into. Um, They have like one port, they have some that are like a couple of A ports and a C port and some other, and they have like monster output to all of those ports. So they do like fast charge and quick charge and all this kind of stuff. And, um, I've got a couple of their chargers and, you know, and they do, they have some, some smart stuff too. Like if you need one to toss in your backpack, they make a couple where the prongs fold in so that it doesn't get damaged when you travel. They make uh, one that has a few ports. So it's kind of wide, but the prongs are rotated 90 degrees. So it only, it doesn't block the other port, the other outlet, you know, when you plug it in. So they do some real smart stuff like that. And they have chargers with, you know, eight ports, 10 ports, whatever, um, you know, and you can get some real awesome throughput in some of those like desk chargers and stuff. So um, that's why I would say don't go buy the 29 watt one because you can probably get something from Anchor that will charge your phone with an A cable and your iPad with a C cable and everybody's happy. Yeah, I mean, I've got the 10, the, the 10 port brick that I Anchor, uh, I've been carrying that around with me forever. Uh, of course, yeah. now I can't charge my iPad anymore with that one, but uh, and yeah. I also... I've also had the battery too, the 20,000 milliamp one, but that's only USB A's. Right. Um, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I don't know if they have a battery yet or not. I was poking around yesterday. I was was the first thing I did. Start (laughs) looking for another battery because I'm I'm obsessed with having to make sure my my stuff is charged. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, App Camp has a fair amount of Anchor hardware as well. Yeah, no, (laughs) Anchor makes great Oh, it's time for this. Yeah. We have to charge iPads now. Okay, we better buy a new Anchor thingy. Okay. It's yeah. this one. All right. Exactly. So um, other couple of cool things that the iPad can do is it actually can charge your iPhone, you know, but, but of course you have, yeah. to, have you have to have the lightning, lightning 
cable, which I think a lot of people had already had purchased when they bought their MacBook Pros with the uh, yeah. The, so I may have to run out and get one of those now so I can, <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> never, never bought that. And then a lot of the USB-C adapters already work uh, with it as well. Like the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the AV one for the Mac, uh, yeah. also with the iPad, which is awesome. They did have a, they do have a new one with it. That's uh, the, the USB-C to an SD card reader. Yeah. Um, so you can grab all your photos real quickly onto the iPad. So, um, and, you know, that's one of the ones that I was curious about when I when they started talking about like and you can plug in other stuff. You don't have to just uh, right. charge with this cable um, or with this port. I mean, uh, one of the first things I thought of was can you do things both ways? Right. Because um, <clears throat> I was trying to help someone solve this problem. Um, they were on the Pacific Crest Trail. And trying to get. Uh, trying to use SD cards and like an SD card reader, a micro SD card reader um, in the lightning port of a phone. Mm. And can I, um, you know, can I back my photos up to it? Well, not really. Um, And if I put music on it, you know, can I copy the music off the SD card and onto my phone? You know, not having cell reception in places if you're, if you're doing section hiking, you know, and things like that, like not having, any sort of reception. So the only way to have stuff was put it on, you know, if I, if it, if it's on a card and I want to listen to that on my phone or I want to, you know, read that on my phone or I want to, you know, make sure I'm backing up my photos. Like, how do I do that? And like, you can put, you can take stuff off to a card sort of, but you can't put anything on the other way. And I just, I felt like it was weird and mostly frustrating um, because the only way any of it worked was if you had a computer as a middleman, you know, you could take it from the card onto the hard drive of the laptop and then you could take it from the laptop to the right. to the phone or you can plug your phone in and run image capture and get all that, scoop all that stuff onto the laptop's hard drive. Then you have a backup, but, you know, you can't take a, you can't right. take a laptop with you on a distance hike and, you know, one thing and another. So it was... So it was frustrating to try to to be like, of course, there's a solution for that problem, and then find out like, no, Kelly, there really isn't. <laughs> so, um, so that's why I'm I was very curious about the iPad specifically yeah. um, when they were like, you can plug it into a monitor, and I'm like, can you plug in a card? So, yeah, and go both ways. Like that was the thing I wanted to know. Like, if you were to put uh, Photoshop files on an SD card, and then take that SD card and go plug it into your iPad once you get actual Photoshop in your iPad right. and you can open up Photoshop and do whatever work you want. Can you save it back to the card and then take the card back to your computer and pick up where you left off? Like, I don't know if that's a thing. That's a good question because, you know, they always have been very limited as far as the file management you know, going back and forth. I mean, there are devices that have been out there where you could copy back and forth. Even on the iPhone, I had a SanDisk one where you'd plug it into the lightning and it was mm-hmm. like, like a, the solid state little drive. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's very possible. I would think it would happen. I mean, as far as plugging in the monitors though, I, uh, and can, of course you can't use the cable that comes with the power adapter. So no, you have to use the, 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 the cable cause it's a specific Thunderbolt three type uh, uh, plug that allows it to plug right directly into the monitor. So, um, but it does, uh, it does work great. And from what I've saw on, on during the, uh, uh, the keynote um, mm-hmm. and, uh, when they talk about it, but that's, that's a, that's a game changer. That's really awesome. And I, I, I think you're going to see more and more people if they think they can work in the, uh, in the iOS world, uh, especially with Photoshop coming, you know, to, mm-hmm. um, that's, that's going to be cool. 
Well, and I'm curious, like what other, like for me, like, when we first saw the iPad, I was really excited about it. Not at that point because I had one or needed one necessarily, or, you know, like, of course I wanted one cause it was new and cool, but I was excited about it because I could see the potential in it for other people because it really seemed like, especially that first one, even without the camera, it was really the sweet spot between carrying your laptop around and just having this phone. Cause remember phones were way smaller then. Sure. And <clears throat> that was a thing that I really wondered about because I could see where it would be awesome for lots of people to be able to have that much screen, that much room to work on, whatever. And I was really excited about where that was going to go. And we've seen it in all kinds of ways. Like now that it has a camera, you know, you can shoot high-end video with it. You can do video production with it. You can do audio production with it. Like, um, I'm not trying to advertise, but I have a Westworld podcast and a hundred percent of the editing and processing of that show happens on my iPad every time. Um, Thanks to Ferrite for making it possible for me to be able to edit a show because me and Aphonic do not speak the same language. And like, I never could make anything work in GarageBand and Logic is is just swatting a fly with a Buick, (laughs) as a friend of mine used to say. And yes, thank you, Dave Kahlo, for that colorful phrase. Um, So I... You know, so ferrite is the right amount, and like I can physically put my hands on it and pull it apart, you know, and and swap video and do you know swap audio tracks around and all that stuff. And so, like I like for me, that's one of the things that I really love about. It. And if I really wanted to, and if Don Melton and I were in the same place and mm-hmm. doing the Westworld show together more than once ever, because um, we did one when I went to WWDC, he and I got in the same room and recorded that episode together. But, you know, if we were in the same room, I could hook two microphones to my iPad and call it good. And we could have the entire show happen from an iPad. And that possibility is awesome. So I'm really excited about the straight up USB-C port for the potential of what it can be. And I'm hoping that people who are already making USB-C stuff, whether it's for MacBooks or for super portable computers that are similar in that Maybe there's one or two ports and they're both USB-C and you plug into it to charge, you plug in a USB-C cable to charge it. Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that um, people who are already working on that are going to work on a way to make that stuff work on iOS as well. Yeah, And I'm really hopeful that, that there's going to be some really cool stuff that you can plug into that, you know, like maybe somebody's going to make the, the color sampler. Like, I don't know what the official thing is, but like for pre-press that you hang on your monitor to calibrate your monitor to the right thing so that you're getting print quality. One of those, like maybe you can get that for an iPad or loads and loads and loads of other things. Um, so I'm really looking forward about six months from now, like next spring, once it's out and it's a known quantity and companies have had a chance to get their hands on one and really see what, what the limitations of that port are how they work within those limitations to turn actual, to turn out actual hardware and see what happens with it. So yeah. oh, I think uh, that's going to be super duper exciting. And then the last thing I'll talk about with hardware and iPad then, uh, is uh, the pencil itself. Um, I wanted to find out, you know, with that double tapping, I was very excited about that. Cause when I saw that yeah. Photoshop and tapped up and then it zoomed right into the, into the pixels, mm-hmm. right into the, into the photo. I was like, Holy cow, that, that is awesome. I'm hoping that, uh, other app developers uh, tap into that. It turns out it is an open source, so you yes. can't, app developers can dive into that, but it's going to take them time. Of course. Yeah. So I was hoping it's something like, you know, like PDF expert. I love PDF expert when I'm looking at documents all the time. I can just take the pencil, go tap, tap, and zoom, and then I can do a, I can annotate. A yeah. Quick, 
Don't think I'm, how does it compare like to you aside from the gestures, how does this pencil compare to the round one? Oh, blows it away. I mean, really? Writing it, it, it's got a really good, a much better feel writing. Um, okay. Writing, even with with notes, I mean, I can tap tap, and, and it brings up the pencil, whatever pencil version you want. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, zooms, it zips up, it zips up, and you just. You, but, but as far as writing goes, yeah, you it, there's no there's no comparison. It, it it it's they did a much better job of the way the pencil reacts as far as and writing, um, and annotating, and and and, and it, it does feel a lot better. But th- I was very intrigued about the about the. The, the the two taps to find out uh, has anybody really dived in? Uh, oh, uh, sure, sure. I'm sure there there already as we are we are speaking. I'm sure there's plenty of other uh, uh, plenty of yeah. Other. Like I'm already in my head going like, okay, who's gonna who's gonna be into that, and how are they gonna do it? Because I know like a few people that like a few uh, developers or a few apps where yeah. I know like. And I'm setting arbitrary deadlines here, but like by Thanksgiving, they're going to have app updates out to take advantage of the pencil in some way, even yeah. if it's not the double tap, but being able to do something interesting with that, with a gesture in the pencil. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the thing is, like, I was impressed with, I'm impressed with the original pencil. Like, I've used the original pencil and, <clears throat> and it's super, like because I tried styluses on previous iterations before there was an Apple pencil option. (laughs) Oh, it was terrible. Like I tried a bunch and you know, nothing was like, you know, and there was no pressure sensitivity and there wasn't a lot you could do. And like a line is a line is a line. And I remember at one point um, trying to help Mr. Kelly solve a problem where, you know, he wanted to be able to take notes in meetings, but he wanted to be able to search all those notes. And I'm like, well, the way you do that is, you know, something like notability, for example, where you can scribble in it. And it didn't, you know, and it didn't work because I'm like, well, here, I have like this handful of styluses, you know, try, try these with your iPad and see what you think. And, you know, it doesn't help any that he does not have great handwriting. Um, He himself admits it. So, um, so I give him all these and he, you know, like they would lag behind and, you know, they would skip. And so it couldn't go back in OCR, you know, anything that had handwriting recognition, even if it recognized his handwriting, like there'd be a weird line in the middle because it would stop registering here and start registering over here. And like the experience was just terrible. And I remember trying the Apple Pencil on my iPad yeah. and showing it to him and going that, you know, I know it's like two years too late, but this is the thing that solves the problem that you were trying to solve. Like they finally figured it out and, you know, the palm rejection and the whole thing and being able to do that. And, you know, and I didn't hold out a lot of hope for that personally because I'm left-handed. So I always thought like it was never going to, you know, that's part of why I'm excited to be able to do it with the pencil because no more blue hand, you know, yeah, it's a brave new world. Let's both, we're both lefty. Yes, it's a brave new world with no blue hand. And, uh, you know, people are like, Why, how, how did you end up such a pen nerd? I'm like, I'm not a pen nerd. Like, I just got tired of smearing everything as I wrote. So <laughs> I did that. that's why I'm like, no, you have to use the skinny point because the ink dries faster. And like, I only write with 0.38. And if you give me anything higher, I'm going to reject it because I'm. It's it budget. won't be writing by the time I'm done. It's just going to be art. And 
you know, being able to do this with like to do this with the pencil and have it recognize that I'm left-handed and yeah. this is where, you know, and so this is my hand and this is where it goes. And then, you know, I have a page of handwritten notes and my hand is in blue is really exciting. It shouldn't be because it's 2018. Like we can send a man to the moon, but you can't get rid of my blue hand. And, you know, like, yeah. So like, it's, it's really, it's some of the small things that happen with that. Like that's part of what, I was looking forward to in finding out about the new iPad was how the new pencil oh, yeah. holds so up. Far, so far, because so good. Again, I only had a day of uh, using it, so I'll, I definitely yeah. go back in future episodes, and you and I will talk about it. And oh yes, <laughs> we'll find out more. So let's. Uh, we're getting tight on time here, so let's. Uh, we both had some uh, gear that we decided that we decided to uh, to talk about, and yes, one thing that caught my eye, and I I jumped and bought it because it was advertised for twenty. <laughs> Could have been, you know, because you know, you get those pop-ups all the time from. I think I, I think it was on Instagram. I was looking at, hey, this is from iHome, and I said, oh yeah, I've always owned, I've, I've had owned yep. iHome products in the past. This was a small little, I guess, clock radio, if you want to call it. Uh, it's the IBTW thirty-nine. We'll have a link in the show notes. Uh, their price right now is seventy-nine ninety-nine, um, but this this guy is is pretty nifty. It's got a kind of cloth back to it, and it's got a transparent. Uh, uh, as far as the digits of the clock, and you can dim it. Unfortunately, I wish it would dim lo- lower than it really does, because especially at night and uh, near it's on your yeah. bed. Um, but it's Qi charging, so it's got a stand specific for the iPhone. And the cool nice. thing too is you can have it close by because maybe you want to watch some videos and and then and have a charge. Well, you can do it both uh, horizontal and vertical, and it'll still charge. Yeah. Because Qi charging, it's gonna it's gonna keep it on there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaker sound is okay. It's not, I mean, I'm not going to go crazy over it. They do have an app that you can control some of the functions of the, uh, of the, the device as well. Yeah. It's buttons and I, uh, if then does that, uh, integration and, uh, it also has a USB port on the back. So I've got my, uh, my Apple watch, uh, charger on the back plugged right back into it. So, so I have one place plugged into everything. Uh, you can dim, you can, uh, you can do all kinds of stuff with the, with the clock and, uh, and it's also Bluetooth. So it, it will connect, uh, the iPhone to, uh, uh, to it. So you can play the music. So I thought it was pretty cool, a uh, little device. And, uh, I, I, the cheapest price I've seen it and that's what I got for it was fifty nine ninety nine. I haven't seen it uh, advertised as of late, but I wouldn't be at all surprised with uh, black Friday coming up. And uh, you guys, you just talked about some black Friday. Yeah. Stuff. There's some, some like, pretty exciting <clears throat> stuff. In fact, I just saw the leak of the, uh, Best Buy, the uh, the HomePod was down to two forty nine. As a two forty, yeah, what it was leaked out dead on the Best Buy site for Black Friday. So, uh, so definitely, you definitely want to be. Uh, with, uh, we've talked about stuff on Black Friday in the uh, previous episodes. I think we're gonna have to do another uh, another episode on that. I might but, need one of those. Yeah. yeah, especially as they see the value in extending that earlier, and you know maybe yeah. things happen a little sooner, or letting people know what your deals are before you know, the day before Thanksgiving. So, um, yeah. So watching that, like on the one hand, it's sort of exhausting to be like trick or treat black Friday, you know, um, it feels a little whiplashy still, but, um, especially, well, and I think part of it is just because I don't like that. Now my birthday gets stomped on in the stampede from Halloween to Christmas. So um, yeah, you, you understand. So I think that's, I think, I mean, I think for me, that's part of it, but the fact that the information is more easily available now, I think is really great. And I like, um, getting to find out ahead of time, but man, 250. Mm. It's it's going to be a good price. So anyway, you had a pick you, you, uh, I I love these guys that, uh, uh, 
they they do a they do a great job with uh, their products. So. Oh, they do. I have such a crush on Twelve South. 12 um, yep. Whatever, generally whatever they make. If you have a thing that works for that, you want this one. Like if there's a Twelve South version of it, whatever it is. And I will tell you right now, uh, the case on my phone is the Twelve South wallet case. Nice. Uh, not the folio one. It's just like two cards in the two card slots in the back. I don't have anything in them right now, but um, I really like being able to put like my credit card in one and my driver's license in one. And then like, I never go anywhere without my phone, like from room to room in my house, I won't go anywhere without my phone. So, um, so I can have everything in one place and it's super compact and I can have everything I need, you know, all at once. Uh, they make, uh, so you were talking about, an, you know, basically like a nightstand charger, right. um, which is sort of what this is. This is, I'm super interested to see one of these. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, like in person, I've seen it on their website and it's a picture frame and the picture frame like leans back a little bit at an angle, you know, like regular picture frame does. And <clears throat> so you put whatever picture in it you want and then it, and it's the frame is a raised edge. So the picture is set back a little bit from the front of the frame. So it's sort of, you know, inset a little bit, almost like a tray. And at night you put your phone on it and mm -hmm. it's a T charger. Nice. So at night, when you're not looking at the picture anyway, because presumably it's dark and you're sleeping, uh, it's charging your phone for you. And then the rest of the time you pick it up and take it with you, or you could probably use this like on your desk, mm -hmm. you know, um, when you're not charging, it's just a picture. It's not, you know, it's not like mine. I have a Qi charger stand on my nightstand and it looks like the thing that you set your phone on at night. Like that's what it is. Um, you know, and, and this would make that a little bit nicer because yeah. it would just be a picture frame with a picture in it and you can have whatever picture you want. And they have some examples um, on their site. You can download some wallpapers. Nice. So they have like coordinating wallpaper. So, you know, you put something cool on the lock screen of your phone and then it matches up with the picture. You know, you can get, get a picture and put the picture in the frame and then you get this lock screen that coordinates with it. Like one of the ones that they show is um, like a person walking and then the lock screen is the Eiffel Tower. And so when you set your, your phone in the frame, there's like this guy walking over here and the background is exactly the same all the way across of the Eiffel Tower. So they do some cool stuff like that. And I really enjoy, like, like I said, I enjoy all their stuff. And I really thought this was a very, very clever way very to clever. let people charge their phones, you know, and make it something that sort of fades into the background the rest of the time. Because it, it's not, it wouldn't be weird to have a framed photo on your nightstand or a framed photo on your desk, you know, the rest of the time. And then, oh, by the way, it's how I charge my phone. Bump. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it looks cool. I'm, I I would we'll definitely have a link on that to the show notes. And uh, I think you and I just came up with some two great potential gift ideas, and <laughs> they're coming up. So uh, I can't believe the time has just flown by. We're uh, we're we have to wrap things up here because uh, I know it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you being here. Um, let me uh, do our outro here. And we'll uh, we'll wrap these uh, things up here. Uh, okay. Thing, and we hope you're more in touch with iOS after hearing this episode. Subscribe to our podcast and your favorite podcatcher and show your friends how to find us on the Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or on Spotify, even in TuneIn. Email your questions and comments to feedback at intouchwithios.com. Uh, 
and use that address or visit our website at intouchwithios.com and click contact or simply add a comment in the show notes. We're looking forward to bringing you more useful information in future episodes. My name is Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. And Kelly, tell everybody where they can find you. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have to look very hard. Um, you can find me on Twitter. You should find me on micro.blog. I am Verso in both places. Uh, you can hear me on the Mac Observer Daily Observation podcast, where yeah. I am the host. You are. I'm, I'm still not quite used to saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I did, I did that show for a long time as an occasional panelist and I did, I've done other shows and one episode of that show and three different people are like queen buckaroo and i'm like what is happening (laughs) it was so funny um and then at the same time it freaks me out a little bit it's like oh geez i do a show that people listen to now what how do i react to that um you can find me there you can find me writing uh writing the occasional post over at MacObserver.com. You can hear me on the Incomparable Network the rest of the time, and when I'm not doing that, I am volunteering with App Camp for Girls, and you can check out that website at AppCampTheNumberForGirls.com If you are friends with me on Facebook or if you just uh, go look me up on Facebook, you will see that I am doing a fundraiser for App Camp for my birthday, and uh, you you can donate some money that way too if you want to. Fun. All right. Well, we pre- I, can't, I can't thank you enough for being here. And uh, with, uh, we hope you subscribe to future episodes. And everybody, thanks for listening. Bye.